Kia ora everybody, namaskar, greetings, thank you so much for joining me, Joshin here. Uh, I'm very excited to share with you today some um, a new friend of mine, someone I haven't actually met before. I'm speaking to Haran Amaya from Brazil and he's doing some amazing work with Kirtan and with Rawa. So I'm really inspired to talk to him and um, he's going to share with you a bit about his work. So welcome and namaskar Haran Amaya. Namaskar, Joshina. Thank you for having me. <laughs> so it would be great if you could tell us a little bit about your background. Sure. Um, so I'm a young fella. Um, <laughs> I've been on Anumaga Sadhana and the system for about maybe four to five years. I always had this knack for yoga, but uh, every door that I walked in, the, something strong pulled me back saying, no, it's not here. Um, I've been always this very intuitive kind of, uh, kind of guy, so I always follow this major direction. It's always pointing me where to go. Because of that, it took me some, some time to get in contact with uh, sadhana practices and everything. I, I came from a valley very Catholic uh, family, as it's uh, usual here in Brazil. And my grandmother, uh, she was uh, very Catholic with so much um, love and affection for Christ. And she had these uh, amazing experiences where she sat and she would pray in silence. Uh, the grandsons and granddaughters were playing around, making a mess. She would be praying in silence with her eyes closed and she would get out of that experience with a, something shining about, you know, around her, a, a kind of an aura. And that for me was uh, a representation of what spirituality was like. And I never saw that in anyone else. Yeah. So it took me some time to accept that was possible. I always thought like, uh, I... I need the tools, but whatever people are giving me now, these are not the tools I need. Yeah. I had this clear in my mind. <laughs> and um, so came, one day came where I took some strong compromises about uh, what I wanted to do, to do with my life and how to follow on. And it was a, it was a full moon's day. And... One uncle of mine, he is initiated. Uh, his name is Jaya. Uh, Didiana Damitra here from Brazil. She calls him uh, an alien. <laughs> <laughs> she, <laughs> he, he called my family and he said, uh, do you want to do a yoga class? And I was like, of course we want to do a yoga class with you. Hmm. And we went for it. And yeah. And then the, the, the story just how began. How old were you? How old were you then, Hiranmai? How old what? Sorry? How, how old were you then? Uh, I'm 29 now. 29 now. I was 26, 25 to 26. Yeah. 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 So not, not so late. <laughs> and um, so he called, he called me. All my family i took this strong, strong compromise of not doing things that were harming people and there was no kirtan at the time i 
not have any experience with meditation before and i had a very blissful experience with my first meditation with him actually uh, i just found out joshua's name is uh it's, it's like a bright new moon full, full moon uh, pardon me if i'm translating it incorrectly but that was exactly what i saw so <laughs> i sat to meditate and i said breathe in count to four breathe out count to six and on that three or two or three pulses of that i had a clear view of the moon and a clear feeling inside of me that that was that was the path i had to go through yeah uh, yeah mm. so this is a short story of my background there are many others too what where did that take you after that hmm yeah so i had the clear view i had to go that way uh a month after that uh i had my first experience with kirtan maybe i'll save it for for a next Later moment but <laughs> yeah <laughs> but uh i finally got to go to a retreat a spiritual retreat and i i, I have a former uh, graduation on business administration i have worked with ethics and compliance and huge like bills and well all of that gritty tough stuff to do money with the world and corruption all of that i was the fundamental stone not to let any of those things go by but that made me suffer too much i did not have any intuitional practice to maintain my my moral code so mm. so he sent me to a retreat jaya my mm. uncle and and many things happened in this retreat and i had this clear view of i, I developed this more clear intuitional side where i could almost hear the things that i had to do mm. so i heard baba's voice uh, saying like this is what you had to do and one of the things he told me after i had a great experience was this is not only yours <laughs> so come go back there and share and so this is the thing that i take by heart i take these words as my oath like mm -hmm. i have to share everything that i received and the second mm -hmm. one was you gotta go study music therapy <laughs> so i went to study <laughs> yeah. music therapy and then there's mm -hmm. a lot of story on that too because my mother uh when she got pregnant of me she was actually doing the course of music therapy but she abandoned mm -hmm. it so uh, it was like she planted a seed or yeah. something to attract me and i went right after her everything yeah. is in place <laughs> yeah yeah. So you trained, so this is where I am now. Did you train as a musician? I know. Uh, funny no, enough, no. I I played instruments and I was very musical since I know myself as a being. And I always had this. Ah, I'll go through go through this world and have a established foundation and then i will start developing the things i like because i never wanted to be a performer musician or or a teacher uh, at least on the concepts that i knew i wanted my music to make good for people and not necessary for for my ego so i always like 
ran away a little bit of getting the formal education in music. And then when music therapy appeared, it made sense. It was like, oh, all right, that's what I have to do with my music. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> mm. yeah. Was there, was there yeah. music in your family growing up? Yeah, um, definitely, yes. My, my mother, she has a piano and she played. Um, and my father, he played the guitar also. Um, I learned it just from seeing and, and from the contact with it. And the last two years actually was, were the ones that I started to study it more formally. But my, my mother always, she always told me to listen to music in, in English and many other languages so that I could learn from it and mm. adapt from it. My mother has a saying since I was a child, like, you have to be free. She always tells me that you have to be free. You have to be free. <laughs> so that's also another mantra that I take from my mother. And so music was always there, um, never on a fixed setup, always with many multiple things, musics from, you know, what people call world music and but and folkloreical music here from Brazil, always listening from all of these different yeah. things, always yeah. playing around, yeah. Yeah, wonderful. Yeah. Because there are so many genres, aren't there, in mm -hmm. Brazil? So many rich musical genres. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yes, yes. Brazil is, is, has its treasure, um, many rhythms, many different mm -hmm. instruments, many different flavors of how to express uh, musicianship and, and arts. Um, I like to say that uh, I was first a poet uh, and then I became a composer of songs uh, because I thought I, I knew how to write the things I was feeling and mm -hmm. what I was going through and what I wanted. And then a place of mind came to be that no words were able to fill in. So I had to sing it out and fill it with different sounds to at least try to communicate something. <laughs> and I believe that's what I, I do with music. It's poetry with something else. <laughs> the words yet don't reach. <laughs> and what's your <laughs> instrument of choice? My, yeah, my instrument of choice is definitely uh, the guitar, acoustic guitar. Uh, due to my, it being the first approach I had, to, to music, but even though I don't consider myself a great of a vocalist, uh, my main instrument is certainly the voice. Yeah. And, right. And yeah, these two. Um, mm. Yeah. And I had a little secret as a music therapist, uh, and I'm, I'm happy to share. As Baba said, I should share everything with everyone. <laughs> <laughs> As a music, music therapist, you have to be learning to play multiple instruments to right. be, you know, flexible yeah. and to yeah. adapt yeah. to different scenarios. Maybe you yeah. don't have a guitar or a piano at every place. You have, have to clap your hands yeah. and, or a flute. And through Kirtan, uh, I, I learned a shortcut on learning instruments. And I try to give it to my students as well when the few ones that I that came to me to learn is that you want to learn an instrument, you focus on your kitchen playing, 
get this instrument by your side and just try it out. Yeah. And because Kirtan has this amazing property of being sublime, whatever you play is going to be sublime yeah. too. Yeah. So, <laughs> so it's it's like a shortcut <laughs> into learning instruments. That's just true. keep them at your side. <laughs> right. It's so true, and it just so enriches the Kirtan when there's instrumentation there as well as voice. Should we talk about um, what inspiring project have you been up mm. to lately? Yes, definitely. Um, so I'm coming to the end of my music therapy uh, degree. Uh, next year is my final year on the State University of Paraná, State of Paraná, right? And I'm I'm about to do a research on the effects of music therapy of Kirtan on a music therapy session with elderly patients on a nursing home. So my intentions are to, through the practice of Kirtan, apply it to the music therapy context uh, to identify which effects and which narratives, which uh, subjectiveness comes from these patients and also the people who are taking care of the carers yeah such a setting has these characteristics right you're never taking care of one or another it's a group session so many things can happen and i'm eager to start to identify things on this context that might not have gotten any contact with kirtan at least uh, recognizably uh, yeah. for right because you never yeah. know yeah. <laughs> so that is what is moving me for the next year mm -hmm. yeah. and also um my project not my project but the project i've been uh blessed to to be uh to be heading and uh coordinating with the team here in brazil of rawa is mm -hmm. to slowly slowly through uh, subtle arts come into in contact with subtle music and other kind of subtle expressions and introduce another market philosophy and also kirtan and and so pretty much what i'm doing with rawa here in brazil we are doing uh, we're quite a few is is to build that setup to make people get closer to uh to to Rawa as a department but to to the path of bliss and mm. certainly to get in contact with Kirtan so yeah this mm. is a great project too this mm. this one needs a lot of determination to make happen it's <laughs> doing really good yeah <laughs> and have you had some events uh so far yes 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 uh so Rawa has history here in Brazil. Previous to that, there were retreats and everything, but I got with it, uh, this group with this format and started this year. And we had events for every prescribed Chara Chara event. We made an adaptation to uh, have dialogues with our territory. So whatever we have here from our culture, we would try to synthesize those events together with what we have here. Uh, all of them are recorded and are on our uh, YouTube page now. And 
So everyone can have an access to that power that Brazil. <laughs> sounds great. I mean, I know Raja yeah. de Krishna is doing a lot in Argentina, and it mm -hmm. sounds like you're doing you're doing your very best there in Brazil now. Yeah. Well, it's yeah. So Raja de Krishna can do big influences for me. Uh, I had I, I maybe Raja de Krishna maybe one of the first kirtan players that made me jump. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. And. Uh, and certainly he's a big inspiration we we have we, we do change some cards back and forth every now and then mm. inspiring brother yes yeah definitely mm. awesome and so yeah would you like to share a ketone experience that you've had I, i'll guess my first one this first one actually i i might have told it twice um Maybe I misunderstood what Baba said to me, like, this is yours, you should go out and share. And, and I'm like a storyteller. Sometimes I, I just go on about my <laughs> stories. <laughs> but I'm, and this one is very particular to me uh, because it was the first time I heard Kirtan. And I was on a kind of a workshop on Jamas and Yamas and mm -hmm. meditation, initial meditation. So we learned some asanas and we did some relaxation. And then there was uh, a kirtan from, uh, from the unit where the Dimitri works at, that is on Parque Vision Futuro, right? That was, Baba Nam Baba Nam It's very elongated kirtan. And Right after this sudden, this uh, relaxation uh, practice, we come to sit and then do the same meditation on only breathing. And then they started playing the kirtan. And then series of flashbacks starts to hit on my mind. It was like I was seeing a movie and it was all sepia and it was like a, a noir <laughs> movie of my life. And uh, I was seeing these moments of my life. And it felt like I saw every interaction that I had with everyone. And how each of those interactions, no matter who or how they were, were expressions of love. So I had visions of my grandmother, I had visions of my uncle, my family, but I have, I had visions with caretakers from when I was a toddler. I had visions with friends who punched me in the face. I had <laughs> visions of teachers, you know, scolding me, teachers helping me, teachers uh, making me uh, redo uh, the same, you know, courses because it wasn't good enough and I could do better. So I saw every interaction every interaction and it was like i was seeing myself and and these people and all and each one of those expressions were love they were giving me love and sour or sweet and <laughs> it's very alive it's like i have an uh, it's like i was going through an album photograph yeah, it's very very clear for me it was a very nice experience wow. you know we cry, we cry a lot but we, we laugh also so yeah that's, yeah that's pretty much one of the 
most uh, emblematic experiences I must yeah. have had with Kirtan. It's amazing. Yeah. So you yeah. felt like it, no matter what it was, whether it was harsh or soft, it was love. Yeah, yeah, definitely. The whole meaning of the thing just hit me right in the chest. And even to this date, uh, I believe that every time that I play Kirtan, I learn something new. Mm. It's like, yeah, oh, there's, there's, there's a, another layer here. Of, there's a, another secret on Kirtan that I had not realized before. <laughs> Kirtan stories, if you, if you just do it, it's the tantric, tantric path. You have to do it, and many things will unfold. It's, yeah. it's, a, it's, a, it's an amazing gift. It's yeah. such an honor to be able to, I don't know, having five minutes of the day to play a sweet tune, whatever it might be. <laughs> that, that's a very good piece of advice there. Just do it. Just do it. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Is there anything else you'd like to share about related to anything? You know, I've learned because what put me into this path was both a sense of morality, but not lose morality, but trying to do its best and then a firm determination and then finally just surrender to whatever mysteries he, he is and uh, I'm not one of giving advices or anything but to whenever you do something great taking a strong determination right afterwards has been proven at least to me very differential on how we walk on this planet and how good we are able to do to uh, to him to our brothers and sisters, you know, and take, taking this firm determination will take us, will make this happen. It's already happening, but it will make it even stronger and firmer. So that's good. Yeah, it came to my mind. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> and what um, plans for the future? Obviously, you're going to be finishing your degree and carry on making creating rawa events and um anything else on the horizon yeah so i these two are definitely um some determinations i've i've taken and i gotta go through them with them and i tell i tell people here because last year because of covid and mm. A lot of sadhana uh, i unlocked this key of composing music so mm. uh, last year alone I, I must have i know it's not quite impressive as our guru but uh, i i wrote like 80 songs it was <laughs> wake up and i had an inspiration and i would just get it and a song would come out i would wake up dream with the song and then just write it down and that's a, actually a, a thing that i've uh, mm. i've come to to enjoy doing it's it's sweet to do and people yeah. like it a lot but i've told people i'm not recording the songs unless we have an artist cooperative here in brazil so <laughs> what i have in mind is sure i want to do all this because i don't want to just 
collect these things apart, but I want to make it inside of a system where more people can make it. Because it, I'm sure it's not only me, there are many out there who need their voices heard. And yeah. I'm, I'm going to, you know, that's, that's where I want to go. Mm, Maybe one, one day these voices will be heard. Yeah. Thank you, too. <laughs> who knows? Yeah, this, this, um, this idea of co cooperation of, and collaboration is, is the key right now. Yeah, so that's great. It sounds wonderful. Would you, would you be able to share a couple of ketans or songs with us? Definitely. Yeah, yeah, just... Give a love, Baba Nam, 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 give a love, Baba Nam,
Thank you so much. It's really powerful. Thank you. Oh, Namaskar. Namaskar. The path that you walk is so inspiring and it shall do so much that we yet have to be able to see. <laughs> so many wonders we have planted that are yet to be. <laughs> <laughs> sprouting everywhere absolutely absolutely if i have anything to share is love and gratitude for everything and for having me here mm. thank you so much it's been a pleasure thank you <laughs> namaskar, namaskar.